hill. Here we are, walking up this hill. At the top of this hill, my cerebral function, my cognitive cogs, will be highly activated and ready for a verbal flow that is both articulate, precise, and uh, utter nonsense. Yeah, Jesus Christ, what am I talking about? Okay, we're up here on the top of the hill. So, what do I want to talk to you about? I moved in, moved into a new place. So, here's my story. Uh, if you've been listening to this for a while, you probably know what age I am, or maybe you know who I am already. If, if that's so, hello, friends and family. If you don't, my name's Jamie, I'm 29. I worked in a lot of different jobs after college. Um, always wanted to move out, always wanted the independence, always wanted to, to travel and stuff. Obviously at times it's nice to live with your parents and get food and you know, you don't have to pay rent and all that. And then you get older and you do have to pay rent but it's like still not as expensive because, well, Dublin is insane. It's so insane. Dublin, Ireland is such an expensive place to live as a young person, as an older person, as a person who has a lot of money and still can't even fucking afford to like... You know, it's, it's just a crazy notion compared to a lot of other countries. Now, compared to a lot of other countries, it's still great. That's why we have so many foreigners currently moving to Ireland in the past five years. There's been a complete fluctuation, fluctuation, an influx of, of, of humans arriving to our shores. So many people coming to Ireland. Um, so clearly, you know, it can't all be that bad. It's all comparative. That being said, Dublin is a very expensive place to live. I worked in so many different jobs and at one point when I was in a very stable office job about four years ago, I was able, three and a half years ago, I was able to afford moving into the city centre. Um, now the way I did it for months, I was looking at everywhere, you know, even before that, years before that, when I had finished college, I was, I was looking at places and um, it just seemed impossible. The rent, the place wasn't good, whatever, you know. I would, I would kind of almost be up for doing anything. Uh, you know, paying just nearly as much as I make or moving into a place where I had to share a room with someone. I was desperate. My family are great. There's been no issues at home, but you know, everyone wants their independence as a young adult. Fast forward a few years and I, I've been looking up places for so long, getting so stressed about it, and then decided, okay, I'm gonna do a bit of a, a law of attraction on it, or I'm gonna do a bit of a, just for my own psyche, forget about, you know, energy and all that shit, the universe, just like think about my own psychology. I want to like relax about this. Um, so I did, I let, I let the idea go. I was like, look, if it comes, it comes. I'll be open to it. Um, I'm just gonna focus on me. And what I did do is I focused on my inner circle. I started telling people I was gonna move out. I started packing up my things. I started throwing out things that I didn't need in my life. I started cleaning out my room as if I had already left. And instead of just sitting there in this room now twiddling my fingers, I then almost acted as if you could say doing all this was the, was enough satisfaction that I had moved out. Um, because not even a week after me doing this, I got a call from a friend of mine asking me would I like to move into a house with her, that there was a room for 250 euro a month. That is incredibly cheap for Dublin. If you know Dublin at all, that is insane. And uh, yeah, swiped it up. 
lived there for a few months, it was great. And then moved back home because we got kicked out. Everyone in the house got kicked out. The guy wanted to redo the house and move students into it and charge more. Yeah. But it was a good experience. It was a good first little appetizer, a little taster of uh, living in the city centre and moving outside of my family home. So then I moved home and I decided I wanted to be a freelancer. And so I put all my time and energy into trying to grow a business in freelancing. Struggled loads, sometimes made money, sometimes made more money in a day than people see in a week. Unreal, yeah, very cool. But then the consistency was the main issue. Like I was not able to rely on this job in the sense of always having it there waiting for me around the corner. And therefore, even though I'd make a lot sometimes, you know, I'd have to pay people back because I was like a little bit broke for a while or and then I wouldn't have much left and then that would just be used for like living and I'd give some to my parents because I'd been living in their house and groceries and, and you know, then going out and socialising is... and I wasn't even that great at budgeting but also it wasn't like I was spending like crazy either and the money would just go, it would just go very quick. So, you need a consistent flow so you can kind of actually plan and budget. So I've been doing that for the last three years, maybe more. And recently I've been working in uh, back in the same office, but doing more of the kind of stuff uh, I've been practicing the last three years. I've become a food stylist and photographer for the company in-house. And even today I've been practicing loads of that. With that consistency, I knew I wanted to move out again. I've been asking people for the last few months, but now even with the job, it was more cemented, more plausible and possible. They're like, ah, that, what? They're like, <laughs> my words are getting a little, little trapped on me today here. Um, Tip of the tongue and teeth and tongue. And so, yeah, it just made it more doable that I could actually move out. And maybe the fact that I believed it made it more, uh, more so. But I, yeah, I did the exact same thing as I did years ago. I, every time I walked into my estate and I walked to my parents' house, I imagined that this was me visiting my parents, that I didn't live here anymore. And I would try and f feel what those emotions would be like to be like coming back to this estate instead of like just back after hours of being out or, or back after a night out. Um, I imagined I haven't been here in a week, I haven't been here in two weeks, I haven't been here in a month. Oh my God, look how much has changed. Oh, I'm coming up to my parents' house, stand there for a minute and like enjoy it, like really appreciate that I grew up in this house, walk up to the door and knock on it. I did this like a few times. Sounds crazy, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe you should be, you know, maybe sometimes people aren't crazy enough, you know? Depending on your context of what you think the word crazy means, maybe we're not being crazy enough. Um, and I'll do it, man. I'll fucking do it. I'll be the crazy one, okay? So, you know, I play around with this kind of, uh, this kind of energy, if you want to call it. And then in the, the physical realm, in this 3D landscape, I would uh, I'd also do things in the form of, yeah, packing up my stuff, uh, throwing shit out that I don't need in my life, making space for new things, telling people I'm moving out, I got a new job and all this. And uh, about in the last a month ago, it was in the talks that, uh, that there was a place with a, a good friend of mine. Well, he's a friend of a friend, but he's become a good friend. And um, yeah, and then two weeks ago, he said, do you want to come look at it? Had a look. I took out some money that I'd saved up over the space of two, three weeks because I really wanted this place. So I wanted to give at least half the rent full uh, 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 as soon as I arrived, basically. 
Um, I thought I was competing with other people, and then I realised after a half an hour there that they hadn't actually shown the place to anyone else, and that they were sound enough to just keep it for me, that uh, they trusted that this guy knew me and that, that I was a good person to move in, which is, like, so sound. That's such a cool thing to hear because in Dublin, anytime there's like a house, especially at the price I'm currently paying, paying, especially for the size room I have in a cool house, in a cool area, it's like, that's too much cool. So yeah, like you would see queues of people outside a house like that. You do all the time. You see people like a place is like open for rent and there's like a queues going down like 50 people waiting outside a house. Um, so I'm aware how lucky I am. I'm very, very happy. Uh, I moved in last, what day is today? Today is Thursday. I moved in, oh my God, I'm gonna be there nearly a week. Doesn't feel like it. But I moved in last Friday evening, very late. Um, came home from work and was shattered. And then kind of finished off packing some of my things and my parents helped bring it down. Tip number one. Okay, we're finally getting into the guts of things. We're getting into the we're getting into the bloody gore of it. You know what I mean? We're getting in deep into the guts. Um, tip number one, I would recommend to anyone out there who's planning to move. Oh shit, me me ball is hanging out of my jeans. There's a little hole in my jeans. Um, tip number one is don't move late at night. Okay, um, no matter how tired you are, just just maybe stay like don't. Don't push it, don't force it. You already got the place. You don't have to move in that night. You know, wait and do it in the morning, okay? Now, I couldn't do it in the morning, and I'll explain now in a second. Um, don't know why I said that, because I'm actually just gonna lead straight into it and explain it right now. I had a gig in the morning. So, mm, how am I gonna tell this story? I'm gonna do it in like a bullet point fashion. So here we go. Friday evening, Jamie moves in to a new place in Fibsborough. Very happy, happy guy. Tries to like sort out the room, but really just has enough time to sleep. Um, I brought my mum's, I went, okay, I'm not talking third person anymore. I, I brought my mum's bike with me because I had a gig in the morning. It was my third year working with the Liffey Swim. Um, turns out that my, I don't know if you want to call her my agent in a way, or is she like the middle woman between me and certain clients? Uh, she doesn't get me all my work, but she gets me some work and uh, she takes a small cut and just connects me with people and it's very nice. Turns out she had made a mistake and I wasn't hired so I only got... I did like half that gig and got paid nothing for it. Which is very upsetting but it's it's just it's one of these things. It's, it's hard to kind of get money out of either side because it was just miscommunication and... It's kind of hard to figure out who's to blame, you know. Uh, it's a pity. It's a real pity. Because I had spent twice my rent you know i had to pay my rent and a deposit which is you know the exact nearly matches the, the price of the rent and um, i had to pay that um yeah i had to pay that to move into the place so i was i was pretty broke last weekend um see i woke up did the cycle found out that i wasn't actually meant to be there after doing an hour and a half half the work i was like fuck this Cycled home, got a flat tire, uh, walked the rest away, and yeah, at that point I think I realised that I may not have my key for the house that I could have, I might have lost it on the cycle. Went back into town, a few of my friends were hanging out. We went and someone found out I had no money and bought me a pint, and uh, 
a friend's wife actually. And then we were just hanging around town for a bit and uh, my friend Laura was like, oh, like everyone had to go and me and her were just hanging out and I was like, do you want to see my place? And we got close to my door when I realised, oh shit, yeah, the whole key thing. I need to like really make sure, do I have the key or not? So I emptied my bag out and really like thoroughly looked through everything, thoroughly. Um, yeah, severely, I severely looked through it in a severe fashion. In a severed fashion, I found nothing. Um, Severed fashion, imagine that, just like loads of cut clothing. That's gonna be my fashion brand. Severed fashion. Severed, se, sti, severed style. Severed It sounds like a scissors. So, yeah, so then we stood outside my house for a while and I like knocked and banged on it really loud and then eventually, yeah. Uh, eventually, yeah. Uh, so I found out at that point that actually my. My, my 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 flatmate or my housemate fr- slash friend had gone had gone for the day, uh, and the two other girls that we live with are off on a weekend holiday because it's a bank holiday. So that just leaves the guy living in the attic, who's a really nice guy, but like doesn't really interact with us and kind of hangs out in his attic all the time, his attic room, and we don't see him. So I really really banged, and then eventually he came down, opened the door. And he didn't know who the fuck I was and I had to introduce myself and then introduce him to Laura and be like, yeah, no, I moved in. And then he was like, oh, okay, okay, I didn't know. Uh, I'm not really communicating. We should communicate more. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I was like, there's a WhatsApp group that everyone was telling me about. And he was like, oh, no, we don't use WhatsApp. Or I don't use WhatsApp. I was like, okay. But, like, he doesn't seem to come down from his room, so I don't understand, like, when people say, oh, we need to talk more. And it's like, well, maybe just, like, come down to the kitchen. We're all fucking hanging out in the kitchen. What's wrong with you? Anyway, I'll chill out. I just don't like when people I don't like when people seem to have issues but those issues are false you know what I mean like when they just have such little self-awareness sometimes that can be very egotistical or, or cocky but I think I think most of the time time there's no hate there most of the time if someone tells me something I listen to them I really like listen to their point and I I, I give I let there be an option where I'm wrong. And that just isn't a truth for a lot of people, do you know what I mean? Like he couldn't just think for a second, oh wait, maybe, maybe I'm being like a little bit, you know, which is fine, which is fine. Maybe I'm being a little bit insecure, a little bit socially anxious, a little bit like nervous about like talking to people, what will I say? And you know, I'm, I'm in my head. If that, you know, which is fine. Some people are like that. I've gone through a lot of that in life and, and overcome it. So like, that's fine. No one's judging that. But when people say like, oh, we're not communicating, it's like, you're fucking hanging out. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about this anymore. So, um, yeah, so that happened, got into my house, had a nice little evening, realized I was kind of trapped at home. Uh, then my mate came home and, uh, and he found out that I was stuck at the house. He was like, here, borrow my key. Uh, because a few of my friends were in town and I wanted to walk down to them because now I live in the city centre, do you know what I mean? I'm 10 minutes from like everything, all the action. I open my door, my door and I walk 10 minutes and I'm at the Spire, I'm at O'Connor Street, I'm at like Maine, Dublin. I'm where all the shit is going on, you know what I mean? This is fantastic, this is exciting, this is adrenaline, this is entrancing and fucking all the words, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Okay, I'm gonna relax, I'm gonna chill out with the, you know what I mean? Lives in Fibsborough for one week and he's like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Okay, so I'll just cool it, just cool it. Uh, LL, LL cooler. So, I 
yeah, I went to town, had a nice little evening with my friends. Then I was like, nah, gotta go back to mine. I got a gym class in the morning. I've, I've been training the last six weeks for powerlifting competition that is now this Saturday. But anyway, reversing back to last week. Uh, so yeah, went back to mine, had a big glass of water, chillaxed. Woke up Sunday, went to the class, it was great. My parents were texting me, they were like, oh, you're not far from our home, come here and have a massive lunch. I had a feast, I was like, thank you parents, this is fantastic. Uh, keep in mind, I still have no money, still have no key. Uh, I froze my bank card because I thought I lost it. So I can't even access the little amount of money I do have. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was eating at my parents' house and then all of a sudden I got this text from a friend of mine uh, saying, look, Jamie, got a free ticket to Beat Yard fun little festival in Dunleary. Would you like to join me and be my plus one? I was like, bitch, I am going to be there. Yes, please serve that up. Uh, so I got ready, went straight to Dunleary, went bus into town, train out, and I enjoyed myself there for a few hours. Was able to buy a pint. And then, um, and then, yeah, then went home. Uh, my phone had died at this point. So I got to Fibsborough. Um, was walking all the way in the rain from city centre to Fibsborough and then I realised, okay, I can't get in the house. The girls are still off on the holidays. It is now Sunday. Uh, I, I, I said my friend had, had been away for the day, but now he's actually gone away overnight. So he's not in the house. There's just your man upstairs again. Is he going to let me in? Uh, banging on the door, he won't let me in. He can't hear me. Who knows what he's doing up there. Um, so I'm like, fuck. My phone's dead no money, can't get into my house, pissing rain on me, so I was just walking around Fibsborough for like an hour, walked into every restaurant, every cafe, takeaway, everything, bars, the whole lot, no one had my charger, my phone is two years old, but it's still like one of the rarest chargers, it's USB-C, because it's Samsung Android Galaxy S8, but I don't understand why people don't have the fucking lead that can stick into the bottom asshole of my phone, Anyway, so then I was, yeah, I was walking around and uh, eventually I found a place. Walked into this bar, I was like, please, do you have a charger? I will buy something, I'll buy a pint, anything. I just need you to charge my phone. And he looked at it and he was like, yeah, yeah, I have the same phone. I was like, are you kidding me? We high-fived, he was like, ah, he's like, sit down, I'll, I'll charge it up for you. And I was like, thank you so much. And the guy sitting beside me was like giving me like a little smile, like, oh, you're fucking happy, aren't you? And uh, the bartender came back and he's like, so do you want a Guinness? And, uh, you know, I probably said, I'll buy a Guinness off you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I pulled out my coins and I was like, actually, no, I cannot afford a Guinness. Uh, how much is a packet of crisps? So I bought a packet of crisps and I was there drinking my water. Big dopey head on me, smiling away, so, so happy. And, um, and the guy behind me was just like laughing and we were just like having a little bit of a back and forth. He's like, oh, those crisps nice, are they? Do you know? And, uh, He's like, you seem like a happy man. And I was like, listen, I was miserable for an hour. And then at one point I had to just start laughing. I was like, this is fucking funny. And I told him why I was laughing out in the rain. Because I was caught in the rain, couldn't get into my house. One guy's there, probably can't hear me, up in the attic. Don't have a key. My card is frozen. Not that I had much money on it anyway, pretty broke. Can't even access the small amount of money I have on it. You know, just all these things. And uh, I was talking about my business over the last three years and how in ways that kind of failed. And... He started opening up to me, you know, there's a big guy, tall, kind of a belly on him, bit of a red face, handsome man, could tell like he's been through a lot in life, uh, very charming, 
late 50s, mid 50s. Yeah, uh, he was a farmer, he was a businessman, he was a landlord, he you know, spent some time in prison. Very, very interesting guy. Very, very interesting. And uh, yeah, we just, he bought me a Guinness. He's like, you're having a Guinness with me. And uh, I ended up staying two hours there, having Guinness back and forth with him. And it was fucking great. And then eventually his workmates came and he, he just got to have a bit of a laugh with a, with a randomer. Do you know, like the art of, like you only get that in Ireland. I don't know if it's a Dublin thing or just Ireland in general. We just talk to a random person. You know, anytime I've met with Germans, they're always confused, they're always like, what do you want? And I'm sure they're not alone, many cultures would be like that. But the Irish people will talk to the wall, so it's not you. If, you're not, if you weren't there, we'd still be talking. <laughs> we have a gift of the gab, we like to talk because we're good at it. Um, but we are friendly people and we do want to know, without being too nosy, what your story is. You know, and we want to talk about our stories, we want to share. It's an art form. You know, the dialogue, the conversing, the interaction, the social interaction. It's, a, it's an art form. It's a, it's a skill that is being lost. Uh, it takes emotional intelligence. It takes a sense of humor, um, you know, spatial awareness, understanding how to, you know, a bit of tact, walking into a room and telling, like, who's your people? Who do you talk to? You know, when do you make a joke? When do you act kind of serious? You know, not that you have to completely adjust to everyone's tone all the time. You know, it's nice sometimes to just be a bit fucking crackhead chaotic and just, like, say whatever the hell is in your mind and be like, ah, they didn't enjoy that, but I'm having a laugh. You know, that can be fucking stimulating too. Um, it just depends what mood you're in, but like, you know, obviously don't be an asshole all the time. And it's nice to know, it's nice to at least know that you can uh, read people and adjust your tone and adjust your mood based on like kind of the, the, the energy in the room. It's nice to know that and then decide not to do it if you just don't feel like it, you know? That's, that's a different thing. That's different to being clueless. That's just deciding to be an asshole every now and then. <laughs> Which, I don't know, in a way I, I would argue is fine. Anyway, it really turned my day around. And then I had my phone and my, my housemates were able to text me your man's number. I rang him on my phone, told him I was outside. He let me in again. We had a bit of a chat. I was like, listen, I've got some whiskey that a, that a, a friend of mine gave me as a, a nice housing gift. Yeah, would, you, would you like to have a drink and, and chat or whatever in the kitchen? He was like, ah, no, no, I already had some cans. Uh, I'm just going to go up to my room. And I was like, all right. No, excuse me, little burp. I just finished lunch. Um, so look, I tried. I tried. I tried being friendly. tried having a nice interaction with him. tried to invite him down to the kitchen to talk to the new guy. And he just didn't. He didn't bite. So, you know, he can, he can only blame himself. Not that I'm blaming him. I'm just saying, like, it's obviously him, not us. Um... So yeah, it sucks, but like, look, sometimes that's, that's, that's where people are. Sometimes people are just going through shit, you know? And, and then, yeah, and then I had a, a kind of a, a girl I've been seeing came over and uh, we enjoyed our night. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, I, it kind of turned out to be a good story, maybe. Yeah, move out, it's great. I mean, look, it's been nearly a week now, and you know, obviously I got to meet the girls in the last few days. They've come home, and we've had a few chats in the kitchen, and I'm getting more adjusted to my place. And another friend came over and gave me a plant, my first ever plant, that I have to like water and take care of. So it's a lot of responsibility, you know, for me, Mr. Uh, you know, fucking still learning how to take care of myself. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot through the experience, and uh, I'm still growing, still learning from it. Still trying to figure it out. I'm definitely going to be there for the next year, so I want to, I want to try and make it home as much as possible. The place isn't grubby. It's not bad, obviously. It's a very nice house. Um, you can tell a lot of people have been in and out of it. 
and I'm not saying anything bad about the, the housemates I'm, I'm living with. Uh, the place is in, in in one way it's in very good nick, but in another way I think it's be nicer. Like the garden either side, front or back, hasn't been taken care of, and you know it's just overgrown. And then my room just could do with like being a bit more personalised. I want it to feel like my room instead of this like empty casket with a bed. Um, so I really want to move a few of my items there, put up some art on the walls, decorate the place. You know, move my couch into the room, get a little TV, start playing video games again. Jeez, I haven't played video games in years. I used to love video games. <sighs> the girl I'm seeing said she'd bring over a PS4. So, you know, she's a keeper, you know, or at least I'm going to keep her PS4. <laughs> so, I don't know, I'll figure it out. Anyway, I'm just going with the flow at the moment. Much like this water. Wa wa water, 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 water. So, uh, yeah, here's our, our sponsor again. Um, if you could just hold for a second. Uh, this is our second ad break. Water. Did you know that um, if you have headaches, water. Did you know that if you're overweight, water. Most of the time when you feel hungry, it's actually because you're dehydrated. Um, depending on your weight, I'll give you a rough estimate. I'm about 85 kilos of pure muscle at the moment, right? <laughs> I've been doing a lot of powerlifting. No, I'm probably just under 85, but uh, it's all very lean muscle. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm massive on any level, but um, I would have to get at least two and a half litres of water a day. And I do think it's good for you. So that's our advertisement again for a day. Hydrate. Okay. If you want a sharp mind and strong erections, <laughs> stay lean and strong. Drink your water, motherfuckers. So yeah, to finish up the story, what else happened? Then I had the Monday off. Yeah, I know, that's pretty much it. It's just that weekend, last weekend, it was crazy. Crazy all weekend. Um, so yeah, they're gonna be able to cut key for me. I'm gonna have that now in five days. So I won't have to rely on anyone letting me in or trying to time things with people, which is excellent. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. I hope, I hope you got some sort of a, geez, I hope you learned something from this. I don't know what I learned. Actually, I do, because I was really down at certain points during the weekend when I realized, fuck, you're still a mess. You haven't become more responsible or things haven't really worked out for you. You're just like, you're just a, like, you're still the same shit, shit bag, just like in a different place. You just have more things to be shit about. <laughs> uh, you know, there you go. That's how the mind works when you're low. But then it was fine. Uh, I got over it and I realized actually, you know, maybe my first weekend in a new place, you know, I'm taking on more responsibility, there's more challenges. Uh, maybe it's not meant to be easy, maybe it's not meant to be nice and fun, maybe that's the whole point. I'm pushing my barriers, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching my limits and I'm seeing what I'm capable of. And that's what being an adult is about. And I think that's what growing up is about. It's about, it's not about things going well for you and actually you being on top of everything. It's just about you pushing yourself more and more and testing your limits. And yes, every now and then falling down and being like, shit, I can't handle this. But then picking yourself back up and being like, okay, 
I can't figure it all out. I can't be on top of everything all the time, but I can like make one aspect of this a little bit less shitty, a little bit less tough. You know, I can, I can accomplish some part of this and that makes the whole thing, the whole unity of all your issues and all these things you're juggling in life a little bit more, a little bit more seamless and a little bit smoother. But yeah, problems don't ever seem to be fully eradicated from life. You know, it's not this linear road that you travel upon and you like overcome something and then that's in your past and you never have to deal with it again. It's a circle, I feel like. The more I look into it, the more I think about it, things in life are rotating. There's a pattern of the same things coming up in your life as if you're on like a hamster wheel. And you just have to get better at dealing with it when it comes around. That's it. You know, you don't deal with it and it's never there again. So, so yeah, so I'm glad I'm, I'm trying to pick up pieces of my life again. And, you know, I'm not in the same place I was earlier in the year. I'm in a much better place. I'm feeling really confident and, you know, last weekend kind of bruised me again, but it's all right. You just, you just, hmm, what to do? I guess, I guess when it's, I guess the next time you find yourself metaphorically locked outside your house with no money and no way of communicating with anyone and it's pissing rain and you're just drenched just try and see if you can find a reason to smile because you never know you could bump into a millionaire who decides to buy you Guinnesses for the night and you could end up having the ride <laughs>